You find something comical about my weird dick? There, folks who like to listen to weird people talk about Dilbert. We're back another episode of the Dilcast to talk about Dilbert. It's me, Grizzle Grax, and unlike last time, we have two familiar. I can't really say faces because you can't see them, but the boys that you know are back. The boys they are indeed back in town. Uh, West Coast boy Gobbletula, say hi to the folks, Gob. Hi to the folks, Gob. <clears throat> and UK Coast boy Stuart Jip, holler at thy people. Guess who just got back today? <laughs> it, was, it was the boys. It was the boys who got back today. Told them a... you were living. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video so much. So, how have you guys been uh, since the last time our folks heard from you? Oh, shit. Have you uh, I went on holiday and watched loads of movies. Yeah, tell us about those movies. First of all, I want to give a shout out to to uh, the 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 Dillcasters from last week. Um, the special person number one and special person number two. I'd all, I'd, I'd also like to express my fondness for those particular special persons. Man, never one, to one's name is life. one's name is Cat. I remember that. Yeah, and Cat. Cat and shock, and shock, yes. Thank you both for for casting as hard as you can. You can remember them both by re- thinking about a cat that has static electricity built up and gives you a shock. A cat that has a car battery attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Look a cat with a with a, a cat with a defibrillator. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Cat so with a taser. <laughs> Tell us about those movies you've been watching, Stu or Bert. Oh, hell yeah. I watched Die Hard. I watched Die Hard 2. I watched Die Hard 3. I watched Die Hard 4. I watched Die Hard 5. I watched Die Hard 6. I watched Die Hard 7. I watched Die Hard 8. Die Hard 9. Die Hard 10. Die Hard 11. Die Hard 12. Die Hard 13. Die Hard 14. Die Hard 15. Die Hard 16. Die Hard 17. Die Hard 18. DH19. DH20. DH21. I'm just trying to save time. DH22, DH23, DH24, the remake, the remake of Die Hard, Die Hard 25, Die Hard 26, Die Hard 27, Die Hard 28, Die Hard 29, Die Hard 30, Die Hard 31, Die Hard 32, Die Hard 33, Die Hard 34, Die Hard 35, Die Hard 36, Die Hard 37, Die Hard 38, Die Hard 39, Die Hard 40, Die Hard 41 wasn't on Disney Plus, so I didn't watch it, Die Hard 42, Die Hard 43, Die Hard 44, Die Hard 45, Die Hard 46, Die Hard 47, Die Hard 48, Die Hard 49 with a vengeance again, Die Hard 50, and Die Hard 51, which is the latest one that they have made now that Bruce Willis has succumbed to his terrible life-ruining disease. Right, he finally died. Hard. A lot of DHs. Uh, He just kind of was like, when he he realized that he could neither hear nor see, he sort of went, I probably should stop. (laughs) I guess I should stop. Yeah, die, die, when Bruce Willis was just like, well, now that I've lost all the senses in my body and I can either hear, see, speak, smell, or touch anything, or feel the sensation of touch, I've decided to retire. 
for making movies. See, we make we make light here on the Dokos, but whatever Zizi has, I haven't looked it up, is genuinely really awful. As long as they're famous people's ailments... Ailments? Ailments. Yeah. Fa- famous and famous ailments. Famous people's ailments, then they're okay mm. to to talk about. Okay, that's that's good then, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have asked what it was like for Bruce Willis filming Die Hard 50, you know, um, when his senses started to go. Because I think he was well, there's pretty actually, much really uh, catatonic through fifty one, but it started during the filming of fifty. Really, like there's actually an interview. Like. There's actually an interview with him. If, I've got it right here, actually. Do you mind if I like, read from that about that? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'd love to hear. Uh, Bruce Willis gave a wistful smile, briefly looked down at the concrete floor in Los An- in the Los Angeles sunny uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard. I don't know. I don't know Los Angeles. Then he looked back at me and he said, well, you know, uh, it's tough sometimes, but then I remember I got this huge legacy of a brilliant uh, cinema that I can, that my kids will watch and their kids will watch and they'll be able to look back and go, hey, that Bruce, he wasn't such a, he wasn't so bad of a guy, huh? <laughs> he wasn't such of a Willis after all. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking oh, about, Willis? I got Bruce Willis right here. You guys want oh, to talk so, to Bruce Willis? No, not really. He must be absolutely de- demented by this point. Are you thought, sure you I, don't want to talk to <laughs> Bruce Willis? I mean, yeah, I want to talk to Bruce Willis. But, hey, guys, like... it's me! <laughs> Whoa, it's Bruce, you seem in fine fettle. I heard you were very unwell. As did I. Hey, it's me, guys! I, okay, okay. <laughs> Bruce, all right. Yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> Wait, I don't know if he can hear me or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, I don't think the answer would change whether he could or couldn't. <laughs> I was just... in the sixth sense, bro. <laughs> and now, ironically, you are about to die. Oh man! How is it? He can hear us. Maybe <laughs> it's very ambiguous. Maybe he, has a, maybe he has a little bit of hearing left. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yes. What? <laughs> what was it like working with Kevin Smith in Cop Out? Man, I like Clerks. I like Clerks too. I like Mallrats, Chasing Amy. I like Dogma, but I don't like Kevin Smith. Whoa! Rare opinion there. Surprising take. Mr. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. I was. I mean, I was with him for most of it. At the, at the end, I was like, "Whoa, hello, that's a swerve." I was in the Fifth Element. Not mm-hmm. oh, hang on, you were in the Fifth Element. Oh, yeah, and I the got Sixth confused, Sense. Guys. I was in this. I wasn't in the Sixth Sense. I was in the prequel, the Fifth Element. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> with um, Mia Jovovich. Yeah. Oh, did you get yeah. to see Mia Jovovich's bottom? What's that? You know her her bottom, her rear end. Girls got Were butts. You priv- yeah, they got butts, man. Girls got butts, Bruno. Come on, Gary Oldman. Don't you remember? Don't you remember that song? Track track six on the return of Bruno. Girls got butts. Don't you remember that? That was a diehard, dude. <laughs> you sure were. <laughs> you, you certainly were, Bruce. You certainly were. Every bit of you was in that movie. I saw your whole body. What am I doing? This whole thing should be edited out. 
<laughs> well, that's too bad because I'm going to not only keep it in, I'm going to make it louder. Yeah, you're going to make that call me and Grizz. Amplify it. Yeah, just amplify it. Put some reverb on there and remove me and Grizz so it's just you talking to complete silence for With a lots of added reverb. You're in the void. No, because what, what, what bit I was going to go for at first was like, hey, it's just Bruce Willis, but he's all there after all. Mm. And it's... Like, I was trying to convey that maybe, like, people are just saying that he's, like, lost his shit, but then I, I kind of lost track of my own impersonation, <laughs> and I forgot what I was doing. So, really, I was just doing an impersonation of myself. Well, hang on. Like the guy that has a really shitty memory. <laughs> well, you know what? You could say that that actually makes it even more kind of accurate and avant-garde because Bruce Willis himself would have forgotten what he was doing and completely lost track as well due to his condition. His... So it was like you were doing an impression of Bruce Willis doing an impression of Bruce Willis. Oh, all right. Okay, sure. You did no, that, that on purpose, that makes, right? Say makes, yes. Say yes. That makes everything right. <laughs> yes. How dare you mm-hmm. make everything right? How dare you? Oh, man. So how about them Dil- Dilberts? We so we yeah. have a, uh, what we describe as an actual uh, Dilbert comic. Yeah. Um, and now we got to review it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Contractually obligated. Uh, okay, so I will. Could I please? Oh no, I'm. Wait, who? Am I usually the, the narrator? Aren't I? Yeah. Um. Hey. Do you want to voice one? Dilbert's not in this. Yeah, I'd like to voice the. I'd like to voice. I'd like to voice the new character if that's okay. All right, I'll be the narrator. This is um, May twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, a Wednesday, just like uh, today isn't. Just like yesterday may have been. Just like yesterday, yeah. For those listening, if yesterday was a Wednesday for you, you get two points. Uh, yeah, save up those dill points because you can catch them in with some great dill stuff later in the podcast. Hell yeah! Uh, you, uh, you know, copyrighted by United Features Syndicate Incorporated, as usual. But watch out for the gack. <laughs> and in the first panel, we have Dogbert, who is holding a telephone, and the uh, the telephone is on a countertop next to him. That's too tall for him, and we're just in this sort of sky blue void you know like there's a uh-huh. shadow behind dogbert to imply that he's standing on something but there's no background <clears throat> and Gobert, ga dogbert is speaking into the phone and he is saying i'm sorry to bother you at work dilbert but apparently the furniture has become possessed by mischievous spirits in panel two dogbill <laughs> i cannot get his name right dildog turns to the right <laughs> And Dilbert's sitting chair and his side table are animated with little hands at the arms of his chair's arms and little feet coming out from underneath his chair. Mm. And his little footstool side table also has little hands and feet and horns. And both of them have faces, uh, strangely human faces jutting out Mm. of them. And they're just sort of like standing behind dogbert like patiently waiting for him to finish his phone call (laughs) as opposed to doing any kind of real mischief Mm. dogbert has turned to them still holding the phone and he says he wants to know who you guys are 
in our last panel, we get a semi close up of the face on the chair. Like it zooms in a little bit. It could have zoomed in more, but I guess Scott didn't want to draw any more detail than this. So it's just the 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 back of the chair with the head poking out of it, leaning into the panel and introducing itself as upholstery guest. And that's the end of our comic. Bomp. Bam. I'm going to say it. Great. Genuinely good comic, that. Yeah. Upholstery. I, I, rate, I rate this. He came up with that pun. And I'm going to. I got to say, he's illustrated it in the most. I think it's a good comic. I think panel, for panel one, you get that picture of Dogba holding the phone, which is just cute. Panel two, you get the reveal of the absolutely absurd drawing. Just the, the most absurd thing we've had in this comic so far. And then panel three, just that appalling pun just brings it all together. I think this is genuinely funny. The man who wrote this funny comic has gone the way of Bruce Willis. Yes, he has. <laughs> that, is but, to, uh, that is to say he's been on the deal cast. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what he has recently said, Scott Adams, because I just found this. Uh-uh. Scott Adams has said on Twitter... Um, Pro tip, if your woman ever tells you another man is like a brother or probably gay, they are already fucking. But what if my chair tells me that? <laughs> I guess I'd better ask him. Scott Adams, I don't know. what I, if my furniture oh, oh. tells me that its male hey friend is like a brother? You oh, hey, like, Scott. Oh, it's me, Scott Adams. Hey, <laughs> Scott, how's it going? You like my comic? Anyway, I wanted to tell you something a little bit about cheating. When your man or chair or woman comes to you and says, my chair or man or woman is like a brother or is gay, I got a little gay chair, guess what? That chair's getting reamed. Wow. I hate it when my chair tells me that its chair is a little gay chair. More cushion for the pushing, I guess. Because they won't invite more pushing me for the cushion. I suppose I should say. You know, you like my chair? Yeah. Oh yeah, hottest character in the comic so far. I wrote it myself. I like. Anyway, let me tell you something about uh, Bruce Willis, my dear friend. Okay. Bruce Willis. Hey, we go. What if his name is Bruce Dillis? I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Well, that's the name of this podcast. Yeah, the Bruce Dillis. This is just called Bruce Dillis, this episode. I'm just naming it right here, right now. I I thought this was the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, me too. Really? Both of you you thought that? I thought all of you were Joe Rogan. I thought all of you were Joe Rogan. I'm Ro-Jogan. I thought I was Joe Rogan. Turns out, no. I'm Rowan Joke. Yeah. Apparently, I was briefly Joe Rogan, but I've reverted back to being Stuart Jip now. Ah, uh, that must have been hard for you. Yeah, I had a layover. I don't know. It's not very good. You I was guys, Joe Raging that I wasn't Joe Rogan. You guys <laughs> want to hang out with me and play Vu- Virtua Fighter? Yeah. Virtua you like my Fighter comic? VR. Yeah, it's. I love you. Especially this is a great comic, Scott. Well done. Let me tell you know, something. Yes. I want to know, Mr. Mister Scott Adams, I want to know what 
was going through your mind as you were were first drawing those furniture creatures? Well, let me take you back to a time called 1989. Oh, no. If I go back to 1989 with you, um, this comic is slightly before I was born, so if I go back in time with you to 1989, I'll disappear. I can't. Oh, yeah, you were a f- floating baby skeleton. No, I wasn't in, even that. In the ether. Okay. Well, what hey, were you then? Chris. I don't know. You was some, you was some cum. Probably in my dad's balls. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't want to go your, back there, Your Scott. dad's balls, are we talking... What's so the, the time... What, no, wait, wait, Scott, this is important. Wait. Your dad's balls, Chris. Mm-hmm. What sort of configuration are we talking about here? We're talking... um. Two sacks. Whoa. Two balls each. Whoa. Oh, and the dick in the middle. Uh, arranged in a triangle configuration. Wow. That's difficult to visualize. Yeah. Explains a lot, though. Sure. <laughs> so, Scott, sorry, Scott, what were you saying? You know, I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Adams. That was my fault. Oh, wait, yeah. Back to Unless, back wait, to you my have comment. the condition so that Bruce Willis thinking? has. I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Major talent. Anyway. <laughs> so, when I was thinking, when I was conceiving the idea of the furniture men, I was walking through, uh, what do you call it, a furniture store, and I said, hey, you know what would be funny, Mr. Salesman? And he said, Oh, I don't know. What, what do you think would be funny, Mr. Scott Adams? And I said, well, Mr. Salesman. And he said, what? What would be funny? So I said, I took out a permanent marker and I started drawing on the furniture little faces on every one of the chairs in that store. Every single one. And I... I, I I, I I couldn't cut a knife. I took a knife and I cut a hole in in one of the chairs and I stuck my arm in up in the chair and and I kind of I realized at the time that it wasn't a puppet so it couldn't make it move like a puppet but I took my fist and I kind of like you know pulled it towards me as if the face was moving and I said, "Hi, I'm a chair." <laughs> And then, then I, I, I walked out, but before I did, I said, do you like my comic? And he didn't know what comic it was I was talking about, so I I, I went to prison. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad that you were able to learn about furniture at that store. Well, the thing about that is I didn't really know that they were not people, uh, so I thought I was drawing faces on on, on objects I, I I perceived as as human beings already. I just thought, why why aren't there faces? They and then have I them. when I, I when I stabbed that guy, I I thought I was murdering someone. Nice. Stuck my arm up a, a corpse. <clears throat> you like my comic? Uh yeah sure. Were you surprised there was no meat inside the chair? Oh, there was. There was plenty of meat. Actual meat. That's what I thought was interesting about the furniture store. It smelled really bad. And instead of, like, you know, that that stuffy stuff that they have in there, they have have raw chicken. Raw meat, yeah. Yeah. 
I got salmonella poisoning, and I took it. To I think, of- yeah, I've shopped at that place. Really? I had a sofa, a full, a full three-seat sofa from them, and after a few months, like, the room was just a carpet of flies. You just couldn't see anymore. It was just constant, like, fly-blown. So in the end, I had to get it, take it back because, you know, I had a guarantee in that. Oh, I thought the flies And I replaced free, it with a DFS sofa, snacks. and it was... And I replaced it with a DFS sofa, which didn't have any meat in it. And honestly, it was less comfortable. Really? Because I thought that I thought DFS stood for down for sleeping. But if it's uncomfortable, yeah. then or down for sitting, down for sofa in. <laughs> Sucks that it was no good. It's a shame. Yeah. It's, uh, what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Oh wait, maybe the DFS for doesn't fucking suck. Can't really do anything fun with that sofa. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what I got. I got, got the DA's. I got the DA so far on my ass that when I brush my teeth, I'm brushing his teeth too. Oh, that's nice. Do yeah. a little favor. Yeah. I got you the DA. Talk about toothbrushes. I got the DA so far up my ass that my farts now echo. Because he's up there? I guess. I didn't think it through that hard. Is he wearing you I like got a the skin DA. Suit? I got the DA so far up my ass that I had to get a separate Netflix account for him. I got the DA so far up my ass I had to buy a second ass. Yeah. What if you bought? So wouldn't it be far. annoying if you bought? Wouldn't it be annoying if you bought a second ass and the DA got up the ass as well? <laughs> hey, dude, come on! I bought that one just you for bought, you. Come on, how many DAs? I'm sick of this. Every time, every every single like every single district I go to, the DAs just beeline for my ass. I got the DA so far up my ass that he like crawled out of my mouth and then went up my butt again, and he made a loop. No, it's like Ouroboros, isn't what if it? He crawled out of your mouth and then went up his own ass in your ass. Oh shit! And then you're yeah, never gonna he, catch then him. Then you're stuck. Yeah. You're never gonna catch him in there. You get a guy come over and he's like looking up your ass with a flashlight. He's like, "Yep, yeah, I see him. He's up his own ass in there." Man, it must take. It must be a really tough job being district attorney. Well, it's a tougher job being the guy who has to ext- extricate the district attorney from your ass. That's true. Yeah, I mean that's that's a real tough job. He hitches up his like dungarees and is like, "Well, that's actually what, I've what extricated DA many DA, does. many a DA from many a ass, and I had never seen one he really burrowed in there." I'm getting poopy on my dungarees today. He's nestled in. <laughs> the worst is the worst is when the like extrication guy gets in there and the DA like convinces them with a good argument to stay. Yeah, you know, like he's got to go in after him to get really get his yeah. hands on him, and the DA like mm. lawyers him into wanting to. Yeah, stay. He, yeah, he he convinces him <laughs> that he's in the right place for him, and then you got to get the guy who extricates the DA extricating guy, and that guy is expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if the DA inside your ass goes in the extrication guy's ass? Oh, yeah, that's happened before. That, what you need then is because you don't want any risk of the DA extrication guy getting lawyered into staying in either his or his own ass. You get the DA extrication extrication guy who is by necessity 
blind, deaf, and dumb. And do you know who that is in his post-acting career? Scott Bruce Willis. Oh, I was going to say Lou Ferrigno. Bruce Willis. Uh, he's also got the same job, but it's just not as contemporary as Bruce Willis. Mm. The problem with Lou Ferrigno as well is sometimes he gets angry and, and then I don't like him. <laughs> it's true. Well, he says, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> and he got mad and sure enough, I didn't like him. <laughs> Yeah, well, Molly Ferrigno, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think that this really merits that kind of response. So you're right, I now don't like you. I, yeah, I just Louis like you greatly. Louis Ferrigno, get out of my house with that attitude. That's going to be a Louis, Louis that's, that's going to be a Ferrigno for me. Yeah, mate. a big Ferrigno. <laughs> Do you think that you would be able to, like, extract the DA and the DA extraction man from your anus if you were to like shovel a bunch of metamucil into your mouth and you know it's a stool softener yeah but do yeah. you think it works on human beings and would soften them into like a, a this soft kind of stringy state I, I think that the da's that has worked in the past but i think they've sort of become like accustomed to it okay. like uh, so they wear raincoats now like a like a virus becoming more accustomed to antibiotics. Yeah, one one way one the only no, the only proven way to get them out is to use a kind of a false ass, and then yeah, you trap put them. that false ass into the ass. Entrapment. And then when when they enter the false ass, you quickly pull it out. Yeah, it's you know it's it's like it's like it's like a facade mm. that traps them inside it because it's like a yeah. diaphragm. Yes. It's a similar uh. it's a similar it's a similar brum of an ass. Yeah. A similar bump. There we go. Yeah, you're and going once it, then once when you pull it out, and then when it, this yeah. is the hard part because once it's out, it's immediately going to realize and it's going to try and get back in again. So once it's out, you got to stab it to death. Yeah, you got to pull the chain, the face. trap them in there, and then the spikes. Uh, you you got to take it your knife and you've got to cut its head off. You have got to hold it down, kneel on his body, and like cartel style, cut off the DA's head. Whoa. Yeah, I know. It, I know. I, I didn't want to say it, but I have to because it's the only way. I prefer the false ass with the spike trap. All you gotta do is pull the chain and he gets impaled. I mean, it works, but the, it has worked in the past, but the problem is, again, they, they know what they look like. They can tell the difference between the false ass. And no matter how much fake shit you rub on it, how much, much fake farts you put in there, <laughs> it still knows, it can tell the difference between fake and real shit and farts. That's why you put real shit and farts in it. <laughs> By the trap, yeah, but the, pro- the thing it, is. To track if to the shit's the DA. If the shit doesn't match the arse, then the DA's gonna know. Oh, They're gonna know. You're right, if he does um, like testing, like if he takes a sample mm. of the shit and the ass and compares yeah. them and the DNA doesn't line but, up. But you the thing is you've really just hope that you've got a younger, less experienced DA, like a sort of a trainee DA. Yeah, yeah. You don't want like some wily senior Because the, there was this yeah, it was there was this one guy in New York who got one of the most like it was one of the longest tenured DAs in the history of the job, and that that DA has been up that guy's ass for forty years. And he was already like before he'd been upside that guy's ass, he was inside another man's ass for eighty. Yeah, yeah, he's just I mean because the, the you don't when he's in the ass he can live forever. Yeah, they don't age the because they're sustained on your body. It's yeah, like exactly. Cocoon. It's like a parasite. Yeah, and they keep organism. you alive as well, like a like a parasite, because they need you alive. They keep you alive as well. Extent, but your your life is just horrible because like you can't poop because every time you poop, the DA's like having a look at it and deciding whether or not to allow it to is pass. It, you know, is it true that when a 
a district attorney finally emerges from somebody's ass they have butterfly wings now, that has been hap- known to happen yes I haven't okay. heard of a case of that happening since like it's been known to happen but it's unsure whether or not it's a coincidence it's like the early 1700s yeah like it okay. like it's been documented but so far there hasn't been a ca- an occurrence of that in like recent there, there's, no, there's, there's no photograph there's just that line drawing of it happening yeah that, it you was, know, everyone has everyone has seen it was in one of those old books <laughs> yeah it was it was yeah the Bible mm-hmm yes the Bible do you think we've exhausted the, the district attorney material now I mean honestly I'm sure I could spin like another we could keep going that, we could but we could keep going but should we that's the question <laughs> should we probably not <laughs> like this has been well I enjoyed that thank you yeah that was fun mm-hmm and that's what the DA says when he comes out I enjoyed that I enjoy- thank you <laughs> I was I'm quite I'm quite pleased with how that turned out goodbye <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to say after those eighty years of of time spent together. Yeah, imagine imagine having a man up your butt for eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> my wife, that like, was the name um, of the unpublished Oscar Wilde novel. And it, it's just, or, or just imagine having a friend with like like you just met this guy and he's had mm-hmm. a man up his butt for eighty years and. And he emerges finally, and it's just he's talking all like old timey because you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been stuck up there hibernating, and he comes out of there like, wow, that was a twenty three schedule. Um, I believe it's actually I believe it's actually called fibernating. <laughs> fibernating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'd come out with all this dated slang that nobody uses anymore. Yeah, I remember when that happened and the DA went back to his life and he's like, the whole world got itself in a big damn hurry and then he hung himself. It was very sad. <laughs> it, was it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he hung himself and it was sick. He, he's like, finally, I have enough room to do this. <laughs> yeah, he tried to commit suicide while in the ass, but there just really wasn't the, the elbow room. Also, I don't think a DA can die while it's in an ass. No. Of course not. You know they can die though. They can die a rear. They can die. Ah. Lose some mm. weight, maybe. That's what die. That's what diarrhea is. It's when the DA dies in a rear. It's incredibly rare. Oh, mm. man. No, it happens. Well, actually. it's happened two. It's happened twice. But the problem is, once that's happened, the DA is impossible to remove. Like it cannot be done without surgery. What it, what what it's like is how a, a DA survives while uh, up up someone's ass is. The same way a, a pregnant woman's uh, baby in in the womb survives is, but he reaches into the tummy and grabs all the hot dogs that the man's been eating. Yeah, and doesn't let them digest and just like eats them himself. They're always bunless, and he's always like, "I hope this one's a hot dog." Yeah, yeah. Chomp. Nope. And so, really, like, like the man with the the da up his bum has lives the the unhealthiest life you could possibly because he's not getting any nutrients the da is and so, yeah exactly yeah it's a parasite they're just parasites they're they're, they're, they're paras- parasites it's awful. And they, and, yeah anytime they go to the bathroom it's really the d the da's waste mm. yeah well see the trick there is to stagger your meals 
to feed the DA first on a smaller mm. one, and then you eat, and the DA will already be full, so he won't uh, consume. So, you, so what you're doing is you're like eating almost sort of a decoy dinner. Yeah, you're eating yeah. for two. Yeah, you're, yeah. E- you're eating for two, literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, One man. thing you could do is eat some peanut butter so he gets his tongue stuck through his mouth. Yeah, he'll be he'll be trying to get that peanut butter out of his yeah. mouth, like you know, like yeah. maybe it's like giving a dog peanut butter. He doesn't know what to do with it. After yeah, it's, and I mean, meanwhile you're eating like some you're eating like some fries or something. Like, ah, take that. Yeah. What you can do to communicate with the DA, and people have tried this to get the mm. DA to to coax the DA out of their ass is to <laughs> they uh, write little notes and eat them. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah. they what what they do to see what the DA's response is? They go to the bathroom and they poop out a little piece of paper with the DA. Yeah, a little piece of response. like proper, properly produced, like legal headed. Yeah, paper. Right. Like, like, the DA from, from the desk, like from yeah. the bowels, from the bowels of uh, that's what it says at the top, like from the bowels of James Smith. You write things such as "Can you please mm. leave?" and then you poop out a little note that says "No." Mm. Yeah, but. I've I've found, I've heard, not found, I haven't had this happen to me before, I've heard, you put it in a bottle first, less chance of it getting messed up by your stomach juices. Sure. Send them a little message in a bottle. Uh Maybe play a little sting in the police by putting Uh, headphones on your Send an SOS to my bum. I'll send an SOS to my pub. I hope the I DA, hope the gets, DA my... gets my. <laughs> yeah. I hope the DA gets my message in my bum hole. Message in my butthole. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff, lads. Good, good work, man. I'm pleased <laughs> with that. Delightful. So, Anytime I get to make a funny about Sting, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, Sting. Man, I'm glad we took such a hard right turn after reading that comic. <laughs> mm. what, I, what I liked about it is the fact that we were trying to make it unlistenable. <laughs> Everyone loves something you can't fucking listen to. Yeah. I I, I was imagining um, people listening to this podcast, you know, Sitting there at work, or, or God, God forbid, a meal. <laughs> and they're like, oh, uh, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You don't want to be aroused while you're at work because you're hearing about the um, the biology of the DA being so far up my ass. Mm. <laughs> Biology, mythology, um, Deology. Thank you. You know, um, you know the human centipede. Not personally. Uh, no. What's that? Can you? Well, you know of it. Detail? You understand the concept of a human centipede. I wish right? I didn't. Like the, well, there's something that I've had this not this image in my mind for a while. I just want to get it out on something so it's preserved, like on on audio. I can't stop thinking about the idea of a human centipede where the guy at the back is like super into it and he's like giving a thumbs up and stuff. He's like giving the okay sign. He's like, he's like, let's go. This is great. Like, thumbs up. Come on. I can't say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. A okay. A okay. Really super into it. I love the idea of that. He like peeks forward and sees the person at the head of the centipede getting fed and he just starts clapping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm mm. 
<laughs> well, what about the um the the G-rated version of Human Centipede where they they fucking they sew two people's lips together and they're just smooching? The G-rated version of Human Centipede where they're just holding hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a centipede, but drawn like a human. Yeah, okay, so there's just two people with their lips sewn together and they're smooching, but they are still, like, pooping, right? Well, yeah, separately. Mm, yeah, just, just sort of letting it happen. They have to... The, the, and it's called the people that never stopped kissing. <laughs> the one really long smooch. Yes. <laughs> Do I'd they like, like having their lips sewn together? I'd like to yeah. see a G-rated movie that involves um, two humans getting their face sewn together. <laughs> sewn together? <laughs> sewn, yeah. Like, I don't think you could do that in a G-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, hang on, what if, they, what, if they can, what if Wait, wait, what if it was an animated movie and they were both made out of, like, not yarn or something. Oh, if it no. was like little little that critters. could work. Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Yeah, yeah it's a god awful Pixar movie called something like Stitched. Uh, Stitched. 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 That's pretty good. Stitched. Coming Lilo and November eighteenth from Pixar. If you liked Toy Story, you'll see. <laughs> Coming this. from Pixar, November eighteenth, and we'll spin you our funniest yarn Yar. yet. <laughs> Wow. Pixar. <laughs> what a funny... Hey, buddy, want to smooch forever? Yeah, sure, <laughs> let's do it. But then they found out that smooching forever wasn't all it's kissed up to be. <laughs> it was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> hey, hey, how are we going to shit? I don't know. We're going to have to get two toilets really close together. Okay. Coming this holiday from Pixar, small town detective finds he runs into some trouble with the local district attorney. Ah, <laughs> uh, let me up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait, what? You? <laughs> I'll just take my permanent residence in your ass. Oh, yeah, sure, you go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> You must be the <laughs> What? <laughs> the DA's like sizing him up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think we could fit together just fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, Mr. DA. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Mr. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, shucks. Shucks. Oh, fiddlesticks. He's just, uh, the rest of the trailer is just him screaming in pain as the DA forces his way inside his anal cavity. And then at the end it's just like, Pixar presents, kind of bummed. <laughs> kind of bummed. <laughs> kind, the use of kinda is really funny. <laughs> Sorta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess through. should we consider should we consider wrapping up this episode quite as having an efficient uh, bite-sized deal cast or we got wrap, uh, any sponsors wrap, wrap, to do wrap, wrap, wrap it up yes we do actually who uh, oh, cool. which C- one of you lucky 
Little Devils wants to read our new sponsor's uh, ad. I want to read it. Can I read it? No. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, fine. I'll rock, paper, scissors. You read it. Okay. Okay, three, ready to go? Yeah. Three, okay, one, two, two one, three, shoot, right? One. What'd you get? Scissors. Gosh, shit, I got paper. You go ahead. All right. All right. I am going to send this bad boy to... I'll just plop it in the dill hole. Just plop it. Put it right in the dill hole. All right. Let me just scan this to make sure there's the appropriate amount of swear words. I sure do love cussing. (laughs) All right. So it starts as follows. Are you tired of buying crappy electric cars that don't work and blow up and go down on your mom when you're not looking? (laughs) Well, so am I, friendo. Hi, I'm Richard Musk. Yeah, that's right. I'm Elon's brother. My brother sucks. So join me in my grassroots campaign to help me kickstart my cool company. My cool car company. Go to kickstarter.com slash bloodmobile, promo code DIAMOND. I'm going to build cards <laughs> that go fast as shit and are powered by, you guessed it, blood diamonds. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. Blood diamonds? Aren't those the controversial things mined in war zones and sold to finance conflicts and thereby profit warlords and diamond companies around the world? Nah, fam, this is different. See, we're going <laughs> to steal blood donated to the Red Cross and then harvest and drain the power of the Earth's core to magically crystallize that blood into gigantic rocks that will clumsily stuff into our cool, fast cars gas tanks so they can run for three whole minutes. Sounds great, right? So once again, that URL is penispussy.com slash Batman, promo code dookie shit, to finance my dream. Musk love you. Amen. There you go. Man, Richard Musk. That's some big Man. monies that you that that's being sent our way, presumably. Well, I got some connections, you see. I, I use Twitter. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, you still can. <laughs> I was just like, hey, Elon, you, you got any uh, money for us? And he was like, uh, no, not really. So I so I sent a, um, a telegram to his brother, Richard Musk. And, uh, well, he didn't even tell me what his car was called, uh, which is weird. Oh, I'm guessing it's the Bloodmobile, which... Is in that URL there, so... Yeah, penispussy.com backslash bloodmobile. Yeah. So, uh, go there if you want. um, Please support the Dillcast. uh, (laughs) If you want a cool blood uh, car, that's who you talk to. If you want want to help support the the Dillcast, find one of us in real life and and hand us cash. That'd be cool. Uh, I'd accept just a handshake. We promise... We promise to share the cash with the other two members. We I promise. Won't. Don't give Come me any me of your first. money. Just I'll keep it for myself. And if I, I run in, yeah, sure, for sure. If I run into them in the street, I'll definitely share it. I won't. Yeah, and I'm being uh, upfront about it. Okay. <laughs> I will absolutely share it. Come to me first, though. <laughs> give me all the money. If you don't give want your money, your money to go to them, all if you don't want your money to go to Gob or Stu, give it to me. If you don't, I mean, we're going to get it eventually, so you might as well. You know, ec- and economics, it'll trickle down to them eventually. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there. that we should turn those trickle-down economics into fickle-down economics. Into pickle-down economics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm Tommy Pickles. This oh, is my God. economics. Put him down. <laughs> hey, it's me, the new character. That's right, this fucking Dilka. It's the fucking Tommy Pickles. You guys <laughs> like swearing babies? Go eat shit. <laughs> Oh my god, the baby is swearing. Are you kidding me? They normally normally don't say anything. Don't you hear the fucking goddamn fucking title of the second show all grown up? What are you talking about, Tommy? I'm Tommy Pickles. I'm the brave baby. I'm the boss. Angelica (laughs) can suck my nads. (laughs) I really like the idea of somebody who's grown up calling themselves the brave baby. I'm the (laughs) brave... I tell Chucky and Phil and Lil what to do. Those fucking dirty pieces of shit. They do my bidding. I don't care. I told them to go see the DA. <laughs> Guess what? So- now that I talk, my parents can finally fucking understand me. Dad, go fucking build me some oh, cool ass toys. I thought you were the the Jewish one, but you're not. You're the bald one, aren't you? I'm the bald baby, the fucking brave one. I got hair now, and I'm all grown up. I got hair on my head and hair on my fucking cock. <laughs> hair on the top of my head, hair on the top of my dick. I'm Tommy Pickles, him... the Tommy Pickles for the fucking sequel. The sequel of I... All Grown Up, All Grown Up Really Big. <laughs> I got a job where all... now. Where do you work, Tommy? Working fucking, fucking none of your business, you asshole. Always fucking dashing Jesus me shit Christ. for. I'm, I don't have a job for your information. Are you happy now? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you don't have a job. I'm Tommy Pickles, the fucking bald, brave baby with hair now. <laughs> I promise, it's like I have hair. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Have a job. Get out None of our fucking sound booth, Tommy. I'm Tommy well, Pickles, the fucking grown-up uh, baby. I'm on the Dilbert cast. Am I getting paid for this? No. I'm no. Tommy. Are you weren't even know, invited on the I don't know why this sounds like an evolution of Chucky's voice, but I forgot what the fuck Tommy sounds like. <laughs> Dude, can, Tommy. I, can I borrow your baby killing knife? No. Damn. You need it to kill I'm a baby Tommy later. Tommy Pickles, the big fucking baby on the Dilbert cast. Tommy. Yeah, behave. what? Behave. Okay. All right, all right. Jesus Christ, this fucking guy telling me to behave. I'm a grown. Hey, baby. I can hear you. I can I'm hear a what you're saying. Fucking baby. I know you're gonna behave. You you better behave, or I'm not giving you back your car keys. Fuck. I I I don't. Well, for your information, wait, 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 that Stu. car was stolen. Hand me the car Give keys. Give me. But... Okay, here you go. Not even it's my car, car keys. keys. You fucking idiots. All right, all right. Hey, Tommy, look at these. Oh, whoa! What's that? What's that? This is the car keys. Oh my I'm god! Dang, I'm dangling them. Look at them. Oh my god! I'm a big fucking baby. This is entertaining. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, uh, now go get him. Oh, I'm all grown up now. Alright, shut the door and lock it. <laughs> that, well, that was an was, unpleasant interval. That was Tommy Pickles, the grown baby. Mm. The brave bald baby with hair now. The <laughs> brave bald baby. Well, oh god, this is. This is an iconic Dillcast, as far as I'm concerned. This is like the Euro Dillcast. This is like the exact expression of what the Dillcast is and will always be. It is this episode. It's uh, Tommy. There are. Can you no... guys? Can you guys hear how loud my chair is? Listen. Well, now that you point it out, that's a squeaky bitch. That's a bitch. sexy chair. Does it have a upholstery geist in it? 
<laughs> I think it may. Yeah. I think all the farts that I've pumped into this thing have become like <laughs> granted it life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've come up with a solution for my my characters, and not it's I have to. I could do characters that are just angry and just steamroll no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my Dilbert solution. I guess like we got more of that to look forward to. <laughs> no, I, 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 I got to work on my improv. Okay. As, uh, I think you do a great improv, and that isn't sarcasm. Uh, um, I, 100% sincere. All of you out there who think Gob is funny, put $5 in an envelope and mail it to me. Yeah, you if you, if you Dr. Dillcast listeners think that Gob is funny, write Gob funny on Twitter and hashtag <laughs> Dillcast, okay? <laughs> That'd all, be cool if people started caps, hashtagging. With multiple spaces between each letter. Is that what it's <laughs> called, hashtagging? Hash brown. Hash browning? Okay. Mm-hmm, brown bagging. Tea bagging. Ball bagging. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Oh, wait. And, um, uh, pluggies. Oh, yeah. Uh, you go first, then. Uh, my comic, Please Forgive Me, do it with my buddy Yosef. Hey, it's P-L-Z back. number four, G-I-V-E dot M-E. Uh, Stu. Uh, yeah, Mary Hell. Uh, please read Mary Hell. It's maryhellcomic.com. And you can hear me on Retronauts as well. Yay, Grizz. Uh, go blow up their Twitter, gobbledgobbledatula at twitter dot com and stewardship at twitter dot com. Stupid. No, no, no! Please go, stupid core bro. Blow Stewart, please. (laughs) Yeah, blow me. (laughs) All right. Uh, same Dilbert time. Imagine getting getting blown would be so awkward. You'd just be like, "What are you doing? Oh, that's disgusting." I know. Really, sounds like some Dilbert crime. (laughs) That's the same. That's a Dilbert crime, baby. I'll see you on the other side. Inhale. I'm gonna put my Dilbert <laughs> slime. I'll in your see Dilbert you in hell. <laughs> yeah, I love hell. Uh, all right, bye bye, folks. We love you. Bye. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! Yeah.